Thank you for tuning in to the Asking God Why podcast, a work of Scattered Abroad which is overseen by the East Hill Church of Christ in Pulaski, Tennessee. You can find our website at scatteredabroad.org. This podcast approaches the Bible with the question, Why? Let's look at the Bible to answer life's questions. Here is your host, Jameson Stewart. What is the purpose of the church? Why? Does the church exist? Since Jesus is the head of the church, Paul wrote about that in Ephesians 1, 22-23. He is the head of the church. He is the head of the body, which is his church. Since Jesus is the head of the church, we will look to God's word to see what he has to say about why the church exists. First, let's consider when the church came into existence. Now, we need to know which church we're talking about when we ask, why does the church exist? Jesus said that he would build his church, Matthew 16, verse 18. The Lord's church, the one that he promised to build, began in this world on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 2. There in that chapter, Peter preached the gospel of Christ, and the other apostles did as well, and about 3,000 people repented and were baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. You can read about that in Acts chapter 2, verse 36 through verse 41. Those who responded to the preaching of Jesus Christ, to the preaching of the cross, were added to the church, to Jesus' church, the one that he promised to build. They were added to the church by the Lord himself, Acts 2, verse 47. Now this church, this was not a denomination. This was not a division. This church that we read about in Acts 2, this church was the one that Jesus promised to build. This church was the one that belonged to Jesus Christ. So when we're talking about the church, I am talking about the one that belongs to Jesus Christ, the one that Jesus promised to build. I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm not talking about one group among many. I'm talking about Jesus' church. So we now have an idea, and we've seen when the church came into existence. Let's think about then our question, why the church exists? Why does the church exist? Well, very simply, the church that Jesus built exists to glorify God. Ephesians 3, verse 20 through 21, God is glorified in his church, in the church that belongs to Jesus Christ. And this word glory, it's the idea of honor, of praise, of worship. Jesus' church exists to exalt God Almighty, not some famous preacher or pastor it doesn't exist to to exalt some self-appointed or some elected leader. Jesus' church exists for the purpose of glorifying God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, the great I Am. That is why the church exists, to glorify God. And when the church of Jesus Christ glorifies God as it should, 
The infinite wisdom of God is displayed for all to witness. Paul wrote about that in Ephesians 3, verse 8 through 12. Um, In thinking about then God's infinite, some translations say manifold or multi-sided wisdom of God, it's displayed for everyone to see by the church, by the church that belongs to Jesus. Any church whose purpose is not to glorify God has forgotten the reason for its existence. Why does the church exist? Very simply, the church exists for the purpose of glorifying God. Now, since the church has been built by Jesus and it exists for God's glory, let's think for a few more moments here on the functions of the church, or really how the church glorifies God. We're thinking about in this podcast, why does the church exist? Now, knowing why it exists, it exists to glorify God. Okay, how does the church do that? How does the church that belongs to Jesus Christ, does the Bible tell us how the church glorifies God? How it fulfills its purpose then, so to speak? Well, first of all, we read in Scripture, there's, only, there's really three of these. Everything can be boiled down to really kind of three areas, I suppose. The first one is that the church glorifies God through strengthening the saved. The church glorifies God through strengthening the saved. By speaking the truth in love and working together as a body, the church strengthens its members. Paul mentioned that in Ephesians 4, 4 uh, 15 through 16. Speaking the truth in love, by working together as the different parts of a body work together, the members are built up, they're strengthened. God is glorified when the Lord's church builds one another up, builds each other up, and and helps each other to grow. One way this is done is when the church gathers together to worship. A passage that comes to mind is Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24 through 25, where It talks about not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together. Don't don't turn away from coming together as Christians, and why? What's the point behind that? He talks about building one another up, stirring one another up to love and good works, exhorting one another. Why? Why do we as Christians, why do members of the church need to come together? It's for the purpose of, of being strengthened, of being built up being encouraged. That's the first way that the church glorifies God. It does it through strengthening the saved. The second way the church glorifies God is through proclaiming the gospel. The church glorifies God through proclaiming the gospel. The good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection is the central theme of Jesus's church. You could just see a chapter like 1 Corinthians chapter 15 to see this. In that chapter, Paul makes the point that if if Jesus is not resurrected from the dead, in other words, we're thinking about the gospel of Christ, the resurrection of Jesus is a significant factor in that. If Jesus is not raised from the dead, Paul says, then faith is meaningless. Being a Christian is absolutely pointless 
if Jesus has not been raised from the dead. The good news of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection is is the central theme of Jesus' church. Without the gospel, the church does not exist. In all the functions of the church, the gospel of Jesus Christ takes center stage. 1 Corinthians 1, 18-25, Paul talks about preaching Christ crucified and how this is the message. The church glorifies God through strengthening the saved, but also through proclaiming the gospel. And the gospel of Christ is the message of the church in both public and private settings. Acts chapter 5, verse 42, it talks about how that daily, not only in the temple, which would have been a public setting, but also from house to house, more private and smaller settings, they taught and they preached. Well, what did they teach and preach? The gospel of Jesus Christ, the central theme of his church. So the church glorifies God through strengthening the saved, through proclaiming the gospel, and then last of all, the church glorifies God through helping the hurting. The church glorifies God through helping those who are hurting. Just as Jesus is merciful and compassionate, we think about what Paul wrote in Ephesians 2, verse 4 through 7, talking about how we were in in that chapter without hope, and we were dead in our sins. But it talks about how the, the fact that we can have life in Christ Jesus, raised up to have new life, it speaks to the mercy of our Lord. And so just as Jesus is merciful and compassionate, so his church ought to imitate his compassion and his mercy. His church is to be moved with compassion to help others with their physical and their spiritual needs. Think about a passage like Acts chapter 4, verse 32 through 37, where there, members of Jesus' church, the church that belongs to him, they would even they even went so far as to sell some of their possessions or maybe sell a piece of property to help others who were in need. Paul wrote in Galatians six ten uh, to as Christians let us do good unto all, do good to everybody, especially those who are Christians, those who are of the household of faith. The church glorifies God in strengthening the saved in proclaiming the gospel, and in helping those who are hurting. The church of Christ, and I hope you've realized by now that when I say that, I'm not talking about one group among many. But when I say the church of Christ, I'm talking about the church that belongs to Jesus Christ. The church of Christ, the one that belongs to him, exists to glorify the Lord God who made heaven and earth, the sovereign God, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, the I am that I am, may we always remember why the church exists. I appreciate you listening to this podcast today. I hope you'll share your thoughts. Give this a like. Give this a share with your friends, with family, with others who might be interested. Uh, Leave us a comment letting us know what you think. Check out some of the other podcasts on the Scattered Abroad Network. Uh, You'll certainly be glad that you did. I hope you have a blessed day. And as always, Stay curious. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Scattered Abroad Network. If you would like to email us, you can do so at the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. 
That's the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Remember, you can check the show notes below for all of our social media platform links. Also, don't forget that you can find us on all major podcast platforms and please leave us a rating or review. We hope and pray that this has helped you grow closer to Christ even though we are scattered abroad. May God bless you.